Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. The date we're looking at today is the 7th of November and in the year 2000 an audacious plan to steal 350 million pounds worth of De Beers diamonds took place at the Millennium Dome. I, right, that, this is nothing to do with anything. I agree. Let's but start on that. that day, I've literally just remember, remembered this. The, um, I've got photos of it, actually. The, yeah, um, great photo, we, went, great lady. <laughs> we went to, uh, for my, we, you might have been there, the, we, for my 30th birthday, we went to Richmond Pizza Express. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were definitely there. I can't remember if was Mark Prince was there. And, the, and there were about 15 of us there but don't sweat it Mm -hmm. there were about 15 of us there and the waiter and the waiter brought the bill and it was about 25 pounds or something and I went "Um, is this right you went yeah 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 and so I paid it and I was like this is ridiculous obviously he's I don't know lifted zero off and then the next day incredibly I had a phone call at home from the manager of Pizza Express saying it's it's our fault but please, can we have some money? Do you mind if? And I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously, <laughs> you said, no, your mistake, your problem. I mean, it was, yeah. It, I, you know, I was more than happy to pay. Anyway, we're going off the subject. And that, anyway, my point and on is, that day, arguably, that you stole we've from each the subject. Yes. No, we haven't. And, what you're but, saying is, on the day of the, heist, a load you stole of, from Pizza Express. Um, I didn't steal, but I almost heist pizza-based heist on on the same day. Is yeah. my point. Yeah, very much a similar story to the one we're about to discuss. Yes, so that, while that was happening, I don't know when the, what we're talking about, what time of day it happened, but it, I was yeah. also getting away with pizza-based pizza heist. Pizza. Yeah, and yeah. you were caught. I was, but I <laughs> dun, dun, dun. didn't pay. <laughs> I went nah. So first question then: What is the Millennium Dome? It's a wonderful place filled with wondrous creatures, except dogs. The Millennium Dome is a massive great tent in Greenwich, yeah, it is South East London. Yeah, it is, it's not a dome. At the time, it was erected for the Millennium, for yes. the 2000 exhibition. Um, it was a massive white elephant. So basically, anyone who was to make loads of money out of it, builders, politicians, etc., were all for it. And the rest of the country hated it and thought it was a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. So naturally, yes. it went ahead. So how much did it cost to build? I think it was in 750 million. Yeah, it was somewhere it's 748 million. But it went up like right. 10 times what it was intended, what it was Which quoted. In right. Today's <laughs> money, 2022, is somewhere in the region of one and a half billion pounds. And just for that building, yeah. which is Which utterly, didn't even have like walls. <laughs> yes, it doesn't. It was it? basically yeah. a tent. Yeah, recently, last, yeah. no, not like six months ago, say eight months ago, the there was a bad storm <laughs> and it literally ripped had a massive rip in the uh, hmm. let's face it tent the, uh, in the massive material tent. tore the tent flaps open hmm. basically yeah, yeah yeah so it went ahead but it's since been after the Millennium Dome it then became the O2 arena yes mm-hmm. so it still exists it's a concert venue it makes a lot of money now oh yeah yeah as a concert it was sold venue. for somewhere in the region of 126 million pounds yeah um, however if they'd have just flattened the dome and then sold the, the land. land. Yeah. The cost of flattening it and selling it, they'd have got three times that much money. Back. Really, really? So why did they... For the cost of the land? Yeah. Just the cost the of land, the land oh, wow. would have been three times the price they got wow, wow. building. Right. Yeah, for sure. And the land. I often receive £126 million, pounds, I think. This isn't enough. <laughs> I could have had three, yeah. three, four times that. <laughs> if only I'd smashed everything up. <laughs> um, and it was bought by government sponsors. Of course. Of course right. it was. <laughs> Knockdown price. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, it did get knocked out. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was built as an exhibition centre. So they were basically exhibiting, oh, this is the human body. Go and climb in his head and walk up a leg, sort of thing. And then there was. So. It was like the, the Festival of Britain or the yes, Great it Exhibition. Was, yeah, yeah. Especially saying, look at all the stuff. Let's be an education centre. Because everyone wants that more than like a roller coaster. In a, in a part of London where it's difficult to get to. Yeah. At the time. The yeah, Festival of Britain is what, 1938? 51. It was 51. 51. Yeah, yeah. And that attracted 10 million visitors. Yeah. And the Millennium Dome was hailed as going to be attracting 12 million visitors. 
over that year. Yeah, and it got about it five six and a half. or six. Six and a half, isn't it? Yeah, and a half, yeah, yeah. half as many as I anticipated. Yeah. Well, you know. So not even as many as... It did get lambasted more than any other government did, project yeah. at the time. Yeah, <laughs> Lampooned. So, well, it begs the question, the question what, what was a... <laughs> what was a load of jewels doing, doing inside it, basically? Well, one of, part of the exhibition was the exhibition of De, oh, by De Beers, the money zone. Yeah. Ah, and right. So oh, okay. De Beers, no, the uh, diamond monopoly. Ah, okay. No, I didn't go to the no, exhibition. Nobody went. No. Um, so, yeah, so that, you had the, they had the body Four zone. Like, yeah, the body zone where the big centerpiece was. And you had like, yeah different zones about extolling the virtues of certain parts of society. And they chose, because they could have put any old glass kind of... You know, pretend jewels in there mm. just to go. Yeah, these these jewels. Yeah. yeah, but they obviously they put, put the actual diamonds to the value of three hundred and fifty million pounds <laughs> at the time, and, and they, one million pounds in paper notes in the walls around. So as a part on, of the exhibition, as a part around yeah. you, the floor and the ceiling were notes. So All of that could have been printed off fake money yeah. and pretend yeah. jewels, yeah. and no one would have known. No bloke that did it or cared. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well. I think I think he's out now, actually. But he was he was he did some time for it. For <laughs> really? what? Yeah, he, he printed American banknotes and was shipping them around the country, selling them off. Sure, yeah. Ah, so um, slightly illegal. Oh, very, very <laughs> illegal. Yeah, he could have done. I mean, if they if they work well enough coming out of a printer to be used as currency, they certainly work well enough to sit behind glass. Yeah, or you just photocopy exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. put some photocopies up. Yeah. No. no one would have gone. Hang on, this isn't real money. This These numbers are my money back. It's like there would no one would <laughs> These have said. Your numbers are all the same. Hang on, it is the same as my one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so that particular division of the exhibition was m- money. Was it? Was money? And yeah, specifically, the target for the uh, for the operation, the gang, was uh, was the diamonds, the beers, diamonds. Mm. Diamonds. Diamonds. So De Beers is the monopoly company that basically owns all the diamonds. Yeah. Um, so they can control the price of diamonds, which is why diamonds cost lots of money. Mm. Or one of the reasons. Unless you want to sell one, in which case they're worth nothing at all. <laughs> Only to buy them, they cost millions to sell them. They're worth <laughs> it. Yeah. So £350 million estimated worth, which equivalent current equivalency is about £650 million. Pounds. Yep. That money must be worth a fortune! So, yeah, it's nearly doubled in 20 years. I think the insurance for... The Millennium Star is 100 million. Puts puts little finger against corner of mouth. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the insurance is 100 million. Blimey. But the thing I found um, kind of really interesting about the stone is when it was originally mined, it yeah. was... Well, the, the, um, the diamond now, the, the pear-shaped perfect D that diamond that it is, mm. is... I believe 203.4 carats. Right. Which is, you know, quite a lot. Diamond. Yeah, yeah. But it was cut from the rough diamond that was 777 carats. Mm-hmm. That's more than three times its size. <laughs> Why didn't they just polish up that one? So, yeah, I mean, it must have been. I mean, I've, I've never seen an image of the actual original diamond that it cut from. No. But it took. It took the company three over three years to cut that diamond out. Really, really? Mm. Using lasers. Uh, uh, laser. Laser. Not other diamonds. Yeah. They also had um, blue diamonds. Do you know about these blue diamonds? I can't remember. No. Sapphires. <laughs> they, um, they're, called, uh, they're from a group called Fancy Colour Diamonds. So it's basically, they oh, have a... Fancy. <laughs> basically, they... they they are coloured diamonds. They're not different gems. They are coloured, but they're very, very rare and oh, super, right. super precious. So they had exi- um, a stack of them in, not stack, but you know, a bag, <laughs> a, in a bag. Yeah, <laughs> they had a cardboard box full of yep. blue diamonds as well as the Millennium Star. What's interesting about this is months before the raid took place, the police knew all about it. Oh, right. So interestingly, yeah. And possibly uniquely in this crime, the police investigation and the attempts of the robbery basically ran perpendicular for a matter of months. Mm. Why would you not go? Why would you not go in and stop it happening in the first place? Did they want to catch them? They wanted to catch them in the act. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to in catch. 
You wouldn't want to catch them and... I don't know. Why would you, wouldn't you want it to not happen in the first place? Well, because they wanted to arrest the villains. You can't arrest someone for thought I'm crime. It's it. not 1984. Oh, all right. Yeah, I suppose so. They're planning it and they're going to do it. They knew oh. they were planning it, yeah, but planning it, it's not yeah. crime. Doing it is. We've all thought about what might be the best way of committing a crime. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the think about little The majority of us just laugh about that and think, yeah, but... Of no. course, yeah. <laughs> I love the crimes these guys were doing leading up to this. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the first thing they did was try and knock off a van yeah. that I'm aware of, which was in February of that year. So this is obviously months before. They, uh, uh, South London, Nine Elms, mm. they hit, uh, or they tried to hit a, a security van carrying £10 million of money. Well, okay. Um, yep. Yeah, it's a security cash van. You know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they blocked off the streets, and they had a they had a lorry carrying Christmas trees. I hate trees. Yeah. In February, but the trees that, that were basically covering the massive metal spike, they were going to use it as a battering ram. Cool. To whack the van rams the like van. two or three meters long, solid steel, and mm. embedded into the rest of the truck made of concrete. Cool. Yeah. And then just loosely covered in a few trees. I quite like stuff like this. <laughs> Good so, I think it's like yeah, d- yeah. Go, go get some, it these are like proper a, yeah. East End hard man cockney gangsters you know? right yeah old school gangsters proper yeah it's not no, let's not like just run up with a gun this is proper like let's customise a lorry and yeah. did the Christmas tree camouflage give it away oh not give it away but just goes someone go hang on Oh, camouflage it's, works a treat. Oh, no one was like, what are they doing with a load of Christmas no, trees? No, the thing that foiled them was <laughs> forgetting the keys to the van. <laughs> well, well, better than that, I believe that they left the keys in the, in the van, in the lorry, and a man who was late for work, apparently a motorist, because the road was blocked off, he uh, he saw that the keys were left in the ignition, so he took them out. <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> so then Why would you the, do that? Good job I mean, he did. His van nicked. Someone will nick all those trees. He goes, yeah, okay. oh, there's keys left in the ignition. I'll take them out. So the robbers now For couldn't, keep. couldn't batter the, yeah. the van. Yeah. So they made their escape in a speedboat. <laughs> Were they near the river? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would have been a very slow escape. <laughs> it was on the back of the van with know. the trees. They might have been on a, on a motorway. <laughs> they, uh, they had um, an inflatable speedboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- scenes from that. Of that James Bond film with the speedboat going across land come to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's still, um, it's still quite good, isn't it? The uh, oh yeah, as, as high stories go, I'd yeah, watch no, that yeah. film. I'm, that one, I'm alone. intrigued. I'd love to see that pulled off. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Well, they tried it again. What would they? Sorry, the with plan. that with that lorry and the battering ram. Yeah. The uh, what were they going to batter? Uh, uh, a security van. So yeah. a, a van was going to batter a van. A lorry. Lorry, yeah. lorry was going to batter a concreted a metal spike. A battering was going to van. Basically, yeah. smash the van to pieces yeah, okay, and just. And, and it would have all. It would have all fluttered. Brilliantly, it would have fluttered. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they tried it again in July. That was February. In July, they tried it again. Yes, because that didn't happen at all. Yeah. But the idea was so good, it was worth trying again. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, they this time, they did ram the van with the lorry. Mm. They got as far as actually smashing the van open. And they would have got away with it too. Except that, surprisingly, a police car just came out of nowhere. Just an area car driving around. Yeah. Oi! So, well, they fired the shot at the, at the police. In the name oh, really? of the lower. And scarpered. Yeah. They'd done a runner. And guess where they got away? By the river. In an inflatable speedboat. Yeah, okay. Inflatable. Inflatable. Oh, nobody saw that coming. Right, okay. But had they stolen any money of any kind? Uh, no, not at that point, no. So both... First they didn't... <laughs> both plans failed. Both plans failed. Right, but, forget vans, but let's go for a massive building. Well, they've got the idea, ram target, yeah. get objective, get cash, get, get, in, get in a speedboat. Where was this? Uh, South London, by the River Thames. South, South of... Nine Elms, the first one. Oh, Nine Elms, yeah, yeah. But, um, the, next so one bat- was in, the next one was Batterson. in Kent, so that would have been Great. sort of estuary. Yeah, so like Gravesend? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alsford. Is that also near the river? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was this a specific plan to go, let's... The best and easiest way is for getaway is river-based. It's river, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, so they theorised. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but they did get away both times. They did get away both Not times with any goodies, but they did get yes. away. Okay, yeah, all right, fine. Yeah. 
So why did they know all about How did they know all about it? They got a tip-off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having had the tip-off about this, this gang being in operation, that, that they were going to pull off this van raid. Yes. But, of course, now they've twice tried this, this ram raid. The flying squad of the Met Police, Yep. they're now looking into who's, who's going to be able to pull off a, a job like this then? Yeah. Certain individuals, you mean? Yeah, they're looking into who's going to carry it out, and obviously they're trying to find out who they, the perpetrators are through other means, like investigating the ram crimes. Asking um, around. Yeah. <laughs> they're asking, asking around. <laughs> anyone there? Uh, you know anyone who's got a load of crystal trees and a lump of concrete? Who's ordered 300 tons of concrete to be delivered to a Christmas tree farm? <laughs> I distinctly ordered the uh, Antarctic Blue Super Sports Wagon with the CB and the optional Rally Fun Pack. Yeah, Can you guys well. ask around, please? Yeah. <laughs> a massive ram spike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, they managed to track the lorries or the speed lorry. things like that. Yeah. They've got these to ad- some addresses. So they put these addresses under surveillance. Yeah. That was their initial thing. We think we're narrowing it down now to who these people are. Bearing in mind that this is still months away from the mm. Millennium Dome break. So they're narrowing down who these might, people might be. And they've worked out there's two farms, because we know when it's organised gangs, it's always a farm. Yeah, it wasn't. Great Train was a farm. Mm, Great Train it? was Leatherslade Farm. Yeah. yeah. So they've tracked down these two farms. They put them under surveillance. This is in, These are in Kent. And then they get tip-off about the dome from another informer. Um, and they all meet up, the detectives, and they think, is this the same gang? They're yes. going to do the dome. It's the same, going to be the same MO. So they know now that they're building up. They're basically, these are big trial runs. Hmm. If the others had, other raids had, had succeeded, would hmm. they have got away with all the money and the whatever in a little boat? Was that how they would yeah, get yeah, away? Yeah. Would that have worked? In a little own boat. Would that have worked? Yeah, don't see why not. I don't know how much it was. Probably quite a lot, though, wasn't it? Well, the, the target, the original target was 10 million. So even though... Yeah. Yeah. Like, mass. Physically a lot. Depends uh, how big the boat, boat is. I it was an inflatable speedboat. There were seven men in the gang. I don't know if they were all going to go by boat, or if they were all... A rid. John Dory. A Zodiac. Well, they probably all would have, wouldn't they? Yeah, Gone maybe. In. Or they might have met up with someone afterwards. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. So 10 million originally. So even if there's, even if the whole plan with the van was about gearing up practicing for the dome it would have been a lucrative enterprise in itself yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. now by september the detectives have basically worked out three of the people lee wenham raymond betson and william cochram and they've clocked them at the dome oh yeah yeah looking around (laughs) casing the joint sure yeah yeah running recon pretending to be tourists probably yeah in fact he went with his wife i think didn't he classic yeah check these out genuine diamonds baby what they do, they would go to the exhibition, uh, video record everything. Yep. I don't know. Would it have been camcorders? Wouldn't yeah, it? yeah. It would have been phones. Been time, yeah. No, not no, phones. No. They would have had little little camcorders, tapes. Yeah. Taping. Tape. <laughs> Only eight years into the um, the internet age. Yeah. 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 So they uh, film everything. They go, oh, these blokes. They keep coming back. They keep filming. Mm. And hang on a minute. Every time they come in, it's high tide. So someone noticed that. That's quite interesting because I I don't think I would have. So that meant that meant that they knew that the raid when it took place would always be on high tide. So they basically said it's going to be on this date or that date or that date or that date. So in the middle, we just go and get some chips. Sure, yeah, yeah. But on those dates, we'll have our coshes. That's quite good, isn't it? Clever to work that out. I mean, high level security. High level security. Mm. Incredible. <laughs> high tide. See, the water's high level. Amazing. Clever, isn't it? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I think that deserved more. No. <laughs> Much less. It's enough time as it is. <laughs> now, this is where your initial comments prove correct. What were my initial comments? Your initial comments. Why would they put the real gems there? Yeah. Well, the why flying squad what was said, the answer? why would they put the real gems? Oh, Let's right, replace yeah. them with replicas. Yes. And just put all the others in obviously. security. Yeah. Absolutely, obviously. That way, when they bang their way in, it's just glass. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever. Those ain't for real diamonds, man. Like the crown jewels. Just a few grand's worth. Uh, yeah. The crown jewels. I'll mix it up. <laughs> I can't remember. Down Loose his trousers cool. and in a bag. It's only shiny rocks. Oh, the crown jewels, yeah, in a bag. 
Okay. Putting all behind your trousers and the scepter, break it in half, put it in put the bag. It in the bag. <laughs> yeah. And the crown on your head under your big hat. Under your big hat. So the flying squad replaced all the gems with replicas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was the initial phase, or one of the initial phases, of what they called Operation Magic Ian. Good old Ian. Ian? Sorry, magician. Oh. Magi- Would have been better Ian. if it was Ian. <laughs> Operation Magic Ian. I have more respect for it. And as well as replacing all the gems, they came up with another clever idea. They built a wall inside the dome, a false wall, yep. large enough to conceal... 20 police officers in full tactical oh, gear. Oh, right, okay. This is this is an one-way mirror. This is under the under the dome. Under the dome. In a, yeah. in a basement corridor that that basically goes from one side to the other side right across that yeah. wasn't public and has no, yeah, access in the in the exhibit for access hmm. by yeah. people who work there and things like that. See again, that's quite interesting. That's they, really clever. Well, did they those twenty? Were they in there from then on? Were they in there like every day? I oh, know only at high tides. Only sorry. at high yeah, tides. Yeah. <laughs> high tide, high security. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, so basically, yes, they've basically shrunk the room and hidden <laughs> with enough space to hide twenty wow, in wow. full gear. And the people that worked there were coming in and going, oh, you know, this corridor used to feel so... Right, right, right. Oh, I see what you mean. Right, so even the people who (laughs) work there... The walls are closing in on me. Am I growing? (laughs) You get so used to this place, it feels smaller every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My weekly walks are getting shorter and shorter. (laughs) You've got to make it stop. The walls. The walls. Oh, that's good, isn't it? So nobody knew... Yeah, that it was being redesigned <laughs> under their very eyes. Because of their heightened surveillance, they also they noticed the two of the uh, the villains, Cochran and Betson. They saw them uh, looking at the river because obviously the dome was on the river edge, riverside. Yeah. So they were casing for the the jetties, the ports. Mm. area. I mean, it is riverside, but it's not that riverside now because there's been so much building work around yeah. it. It's like hundred. 150 yards away from the river now. The uh, Well, there is a uh, the Thames Clipper, the river boat yes, yeah. bus service. Yep. There's a that stop there for the Yeah, yeah for I, the I was route. on that about a couple of months ago, and that is yeah, a good 150, 200 yards away, and, yeah. it, and there's a hotel there, and there's a yeah. shops and... But none all, of that would have been there in no, 2000. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been... Well, 95, 1986 was when it stopped being the gas works or you know and was just flattened and was just horrible horrible toxic waste just brown land yeah, yeah sure yeah so it was there yeah, it was nothing it was literally nothing, nothing. yeah yeah um, they also from the surveillance clocked one Terry Millman who was another member of the gang so now a deed four out of the oh, ultimately yes. seven yep and his job was apparently to to get the getaway boat yep in late September this has all happened in September mm-hmm so still a couple of months before the actual raid itself. From their surveillance, they found some of the gang um, testing a speedboat. Mm. <laughs> a boat! I can see a boat! In the harbour yeah, in Kent. Yeah. Oh, OK. Because where yeah. the farms are in Kent, they're surveilling the farms. Yeah, surveilling okay. them. I thought you were going to say right outside the dome. Outside the dome, yeah. Up and down the river. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were wearing petrol station gloves. Whilst they were taking a yeah, boat little out. disposables. Yeah, right. It's interesting you say petrol station gloves. That's supposed oh, to be like disposable gloves, surgical gloves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're, no, they're not. They weren't like. No, they, they oh, those, oh, sorry. Gloves. Yeah, they yeah. Were the I know what you mean. They were a bag. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So why were they doing what? that? Just fingerprints. Fingerprints. Yeah. No, but fingerprints color. for what? Are you just taking a boat out? Yeah, but if they found the boat, and it's got fingerprints. Fine. The fact that they'd already been identified was neither here nor Fine. But they didn't know that. Yeah, but they were filmed taking this boat out with plastic gloves. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So by now, we're now in September, they've had two failed attempts, but they've already clocked four mm. of the gang. They've worked out the target. They've built a false wall. They've hidden and replaced the gems. It's pretty good, isn't it? They know so much of what's going to yeah. happen, and it's still September. And so the, the old boy, I can't remember what his name was now, is the older, sort of rough, he'd done 14, 15 years for armed robbery. And mm. um, he caught sight of the boat and just went, nah, that's crap, and went and bought another one for about four grand. <laughs> <laughs> Replaced the boat. Bought it, bought it with cash and uh, signed the receipt, okay. Mr. Diamond. That is a made-up name. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> yeah, it's, I quite like it. It's a good build-up, isn't it, so far? 
Yeah, yeah, it's a great story. I can imagine the, the film version with the two stories running parallel. Yeah, mm. exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the, the gang working out the plan and then the, the Rosers and calculating then, mm, how the plan is going to be. Catching little pieces, drip-feeding yeah. information. It's fascinating. So, by now, the police, the flying squad, the Met, they know the dates. They've communicated to De Beers. They say, look, these are the dates they're going to hit the dome. We know because of the tide. Early October, they were going to hit the dome but they called it off because the speedboat didn't work. <laughs> that must yep. be when they bought the new boat. Yeah, I guess that, that's yeah. right. Okay. So that didn't work. So I had to get another one on the 6th of November. So this is already tried once in October, then time's gone by. It's now into 6th of November. My birthday. Thank you. That one, they were going to go on the 6th. The night before. The night before. Yes. They were going to go on the 6th, but they realised that the tide was too low. It wasn't that I mean, they realised. Surely they would have. Well, because the bill, the police are clearly more akin to yeah, the yeah, time, yeah. the tide schedules than the yeah. villains are. So they aborted that attempt and they went back the next day. Well, whatever we do, we've got to do it fast. Mm. The police, when they realised that they tried to do this one on the sixth, they said, "Well, it's definitely coming. They're definitely going to do it tomorrow." Mm. So on the seventh, on the day of the seventh, they replaced all the staff at the dome with police officers ah cool <laughs> that's good isn't it hello uh, this way <laughs> welcome hello 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 can I always see your tickets please <laughs> so I think that's brilliant all, every single one of them yeah they were replaced with armed police they wow, all, wow, they wow. all had like, oh, weapons concealed, yeah. really good <laughs> <laughs> and that was just on a kind of hunch I suppose but yeah. They were concealed carrying as well, they weren't um, visible carrying. No, of course they were. Otherwise, they would have gone. No, they were not going to rob it. Yeah, they weren't really in uniform or anything like that. Yeah, they were in shop clothes. So, um, the officer that was stood near the back, she said she heard a crash and then turned and looked out through the windows. And she could see a JCB hurtling towards her at full pelt <laughs> with, the, with the bucket bouncing. And she said, she just actually I would have drawn my weapon but it was in my bum bag <laughs> around the back of my waist so I just had to get out of the way she said within five to ten seconds that JCB came through the glass plate mm-hmm. and straight at and so they said they all just ran because there's nothing else to do sure yeah yeah. Guess it's, it's not going to stop time. a yeah. JCB no, yeah, yeah. no even if you shot the guy you'll still run over yeah sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Day of the Rage, 7th November, early morning. You've got the police officers all been briefed. You've got some behind the dummy wall. You've got mm-hmm. some dressed as cleaners. They've all been they're all setting up ready for the sure, yeah, hitting. Yeah. For them hitting. They know gonna, they're going to come on that day. This is like an Ocean's End film. It's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. <laughs> to the power of N. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> the Oceans I mean, to the power of N. They are the same film. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ocean's... Yeah. Oceans to the power of the end. <laughs> <laughs> At the time of the raid, you've got 60 armed flying squad yeah, yeah. in the dome, on the river, mm. all around. You've got uh, 40 firearms officers. <laughs> disguised. Disguised. Yep. Um, there's 200 policemen in total, police Ooh, officers. Wow. Really? <laughs> Just basically imagine, imagine this working at the dome. Heads off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this exercise must have cost more than the diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would have been cheaper to call it all off and let them go home with yeah. the gems. <laughs> then catch them, yeah. So there's four of the villains is identified on the JCB on the digger they got uh, sledgehammers nail guns gas masks on oh yeah better shut up or I'll come over there and rip a hole in that tent the idea was that they use the nail guns to puncture the glass and then smash the glass with the sledgehammer that was the theory okay. I, I looked into that they used a they used a hilti nail gun yeah um, which is the type of nail it's not like a regular domestic nail gun this is a this is like the literal nail gun this has explosives behind the nails yeah, yeah. of different different um, calibers and, and you know explosive powers, and it, these things will happily nail into concrete and solid steel. Yeah. So would it was it the right oh, thing yeah. for oh, the yeah. job? It, yeah. It will have no problem whatsoever in poking a hole through bulletproof glass. Right. Right. Yeah. Easy. Exactly. Sledgehammer will bounce off. Yes. A hilti nail gun will just go pop pop pop. Through. And they'll put holes through it. 
So they get on the JCB, they smash through the fence outside, yes. through the wall and into the money zone where they park up the JCB. Mm. Then there's a, another gang member named um, Aldo Chiarochi. He starts throwing smoke bombs, and hence why they're wearing gas yes. masks, into, to smoke up the room. And uh, Cochrane's trying to break the, the glass. <laughs> then the police pounce. They jump on, basically, they jump on them. They arrest the four men who went in yep. from the digger. Then they got the guy, while that was all going on, they arrested the guy on standby with the boat. Yes, don't want to he was waiting. <laughs> I do that a lot these days. Over there, look. He's over there. I, lo- I loved it. The guy in the digger who's sat waiting. Right? In a smoky yeah. room. The police come up and they're pointing guns at him and he's putting his arms up. He's going, I'm, I'm nothing to do with this. I work here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said to the police. That's right. The digger driver. Yeah. It's quite a good thing to say. Um, they had another guy outside the dome who was monitoring police radios. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, what do you call that? Police radio. <laughs> police band. I don't know. Uh, police radio. Police radio. I used to do that when I was a kid. You could pick it up on a stand. Had a police scanner. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. He had a police scanner, so he was listening to comms. Meaning... Meaning there was nothing on the comms. There was nothing on the comms because yeah, yeah. they all knew what they had to do. Sure, they were yeah. already there. So they he was listening out in case anyone said something. Of course. Mm-hmm. So obviously, the because uh, the police had decided that they would wait until the, the gang had reached the diamonds. Yes. At the time, a lot of people sort of said, oh, you know, you shouldn't have let that happen. And they said, well, no, we want them inside. We want them doing yeah. the crime. Plus, course, yeah. if they're outside, armed villains and they scatter... Public danger, so yeah, you want them, basically yeah. want them get in the room where they're contained. Yeah, you can easily take a hostage. Easily, you don't really want firearms being discharged when there's the public no. screaming and running around. This is first thing in the morning, though, isn't it? It's first thing in the morning. They so the police were briefed at three a.m. They were in position pretty quickly afterward, and the, the raid happened at nine thirty. Uh, okay. Who hands up? Who's been <laughs> hands up? Good for recording. <laughs> uh, I've been on the dome, but I haven't been in the dome. What have you done? I've Rick? been in. Oh yeah, and I've been over. Oh, it's meaning you've been on or, or in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Not on. All right, fine. You've been in. I've never touched it. So I've been on. You've been in. Yeah. What I, have you? I've been on and in. Have you? Yeah, I've been on. On and in. On and in. What were your? I've climbed over the. <laughs> I'm doing a, I'm doing a climbing over a dome uh, gesture <laughs> with your hand. Um, did you walk over it? I've done the walk over. Yeah, there's a service I don't know called um, Up the O2. Yes, and you basically you, you pay them a disproportionately large sum of money. Yeah. Stand up, robbery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand on top of a tent. To, to, yeah, you walk basically, you walk yeah, up yeah. one side. Basically, yeah, and you walk up one side, you stand on the top for uh, eight seconds, and you walk down the yeah, other side. Yeah, it's a bit rubbish, actually. Um, I mean, it's all right, it's different. Yeah, you can't really different. see anything. No, you can't see anything because there's a. You can see I London, don't know when you but did it. I did it. <laughs> I didn't. I did it not very long ago, and you cannot see a single part of London at all because yeah. there's a building, or there's one building that's quite near to the dome that's in the way of all of London, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I got up to the top, and I was like. We literally could be anywhere because I don't know any of these slam points because yeah. one building was blocking all of <laughs> all of London. <laughs> the, anyway. the structure you could see the is only fifty-two meters high. Yes, uh, the spikes go a hundred meters up. But the, the, yeah, the you're only walking over the canvas. Fifty-two meters high. Yeah, there's there's one some facts I'm trying to remember. For every week of the year, that was it. Yeah, yeah. and there's twelve spikes. Yes, and yeah. there's three. What this three six five is a, yeah. is something like I don't know the circumference or something. Yeah, it's three hundred and sixty five meters diameter. Oh, diameter. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. Other, otherwise, it would be large. It would have more degrees than is possible in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, but it's quite degrees. it's quite good climbing up and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's quite. quite fun. I enjoyed it. And when we went up, <laughs> there was this, uh, and the bloke was like, "No, no pictures, no." And I was like, well, well, I, I can, well, I can take a picture." So obviously, I took a picture. But he was like, "No <laughs> pictures, no pictures." Otherwise, you might end up looking uh, like what this bloke experienced. And he, and we, he said, "Like everyone, look over the rail." We all looked over, and then right below there was a phone on the roof. 
<laughs> and dropped the like Brilliant. three weeks before, oh, basically, just right on top of the roof. <laughs> One of his mates just puts it there every morning, just for the tourists to see. Sellotapes, it's a dummy phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was quite. It was you know. It's I enjoyed it. I like to do. I like to do it. Yeah, it's, it was. Interesting. It was just, oh, I stood on the O2 yeah. in and of itself. And I've seen gigs in there a few times. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, in the I main arena. Seen, I don't know, I've seen I saw Muse there. Why were you, when did, why did you go in? Uh, Kylie Minogue. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. When was that? A Neighbours Live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when was that? 20 years ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Jesus. Why did you go and see Kylie Minogue? <laughs> on your own? No. Was she performing or she was just there? Yeah, no, no, she was, yeah, <laughs> just she, went she to, was my date. Hello. <laughs> they, um, they're going to be doing events on the dome. Are they? Yeah. I mean, it's only about... It's not very big. 50 square foot. And so is that like those dining at the top of a crane type events? Yeah, they're doing um, stand-up comedy up there. It's because it's novel and interesting. Because you can be charged for it. Because it's like 40 quid a ticket, which is admission plus gig. Yeah. It's tiny gig. I mean, it's point of interest. I'm not going. Good. That's the dome for you. The other thing worth pointing out is it was built with a lifespan of around 25 years. Mm. Was it? And it was built 23 years ago. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means it'll blow up in two it's, years' time. Yeah, it's it's probably getting a bit old now. I mean, like all those temporary buildings that they put in schoolyards when you're growing up, they were there 30 years later yeah, and they yeah. were only meant Port, to be there. Porter cabins, yeah. Port exactly. <laughs> like uh, the Hammersmith flyover, yeah. built 50 years ago, Tem- temporarily for a few weeks. Yeah. Still used so, today. Everything, I, yeah, I imagine it will still be there in 50 years from now. <laughs> Everything, everything's temporary until you just don't take Held it down. Held together by, it'll be, it'll be called the Gaffer Tape Dome. Income. It'll, be, it'll be mostly what it's made of. around. Yeah. <laughs> Income tax was a temporary measure. That was a hundred years ago. Was it? Yeah. Was it temporary? It was, it was brought in for First World War. To well, raise. There was no income tax before then. Yeah. Will you kindly pay attention to your history lesson? There must have been taxes. But there were taxes, but it wasn't enough tax money on income. So they, so they said, "Well, we'll set up an income tax as part of the Defense of the Realm Act, mm-hmm. Dora, to bring in to raise funds to fight the war." And then they just quietly left it in <laughs> for another century. Like the Hammersmith Flyer, just like the Hammersmith Flyer, exactly <laughs> like the, so the Millennium Dome income tax, the Hammersmith Flyer, same, same all the same, literally the same. A year passed. Mm. And then the seven men Went would trial. have been would have been brought to trial, oh, yeah. except for one, Terry Millman. He had already died. It was the guy that bought the boat. So after he'd been arrested, he found out that he had cancer. Uh, well, he might have known. It's just yeah. he, he had less than a year to live. I may as well uh, rob the Millennium Dome. I've, well. I've got cancer. Yeah, I may as well. Nothing to live for. Nothing to lose. Bit of legacy. So he died anyway, and he didn't rob anything. He literally never robbed anything. He no, did, no, no. He did he, 15 years for armed robbery. Oh, that was something else. Yeah, yeah. He, so, yeah, he was part of the gang. No, I know that, but, but he, they achieved nothing. Yeah, he they was, did, he's They true. didn't rob two security vans and they didn't... Did, they didn't rob the vans didn't, and, and they, they didn't, didn't, rob, didn't the rob the dough. Yeah. Yeah. But he also... He and didn't, he died of cancer. <laughs> he did. He spent four grand on a boat. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of... Well, he only had... He didn't serve any time in prison. Crappiest robbers. <laughs> Apart from time served pending trial. Yeah. He didn't actually get to trial, so... Okay. Yeah, it was a he bit would have of been, a downer. He would have been guilty. But <laughs> he would have been found guilty and gone to prison. But it's... Uh, so six people yep. went to trial. And some of the argument was... Well, it wasn't any security, so they were asking for it. Yeah. We had to rob the dome. Yeah, that's always a... We had to rob we the dome. We were obliged. Was that the defence lawyer's that was, argument? Um, that was, Via um, them, obviously. That was Cockrum's, or part of his defence. Do you think I had a choice? Day out. one, he's there saying, well, there's no security, there's no uh, there's no one in the vault, there was no one walking around. That you knew of. I, 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 well, we know there were 200 police yeah, officers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said, there was no one. No one would have got hurt. There wasn't anyone around. So if there was, they would <laughs> Basically, so he explained um, what the plan was, um, you know, because they went in tooled up, you know, they had the yeah, little yeah, gun totally. and sledgehammer. And they said, no, 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 that was just for the glass and this and you know. I think what they were worried about the threat of violence, that they would be done for other charges other than the basically breaking an entrance because it's as far as they got. Sure. 
Raymond Betson, who we mentioned, he uh, he had a brother-in-law who worked at the Dome. And that's where we're getting info on security oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but it didn't work the other way in the sense that the brother-in-law didn't know obviously anything about the setup. Well, he did. Ah. He knew all about it. He was kind of, he was in on it. He, had to, he, was he knew about the plan, but then it looks like he was the tip-off. He was right. he's turned uh, okay. against him and he was, he turned up as a, as a prosecution witness against right. the gang. Oh, dear. I'll tell you what I know. All right? I don't know everything about everything. I know a, a little bit about a little bit, okay? So he said he had nothing to do with it, although obviously he knew all about it. Yes. <laughs> but he sweetened the deal by telling everyone right, about there it. When yeah. it never happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that looks like that's what they had. So his brother-in-law was a, was a turncoat and he stitched him up like a kipper. So... Trial went on for three months, and then they had a seven-day deliberation. A week they oh, deliberated. Really? Yeah, the jury. Blimey. Who would have been arguing against yeah. it? These and guys are it was a majority fine. verdict. It wasn't even unanimous. Ten to two. Wait, sorry, what's, what's the, the charge? time? What's the time? <laughs> uh, conspiracy to steal. To steal. <laughs> conspiracy to steal. Uh, degrees or anything like that. So like, people, these people, people were arguing steal? against it because they didn't steal it. They say because they, didn't, yeah, they, they conspired to steal, but they didn't steal anything. I mean, you. So oh, there, right, it was fine. basically it was yeah, it was conspiracy, attempted theft, I suppose. But basically, they uh, there was some guilty pleas, and what they pled to was conspiracy to steal rather than the like attempted robbery or burglary, etc. Anyway, so it took Clearly seven days. an attempt. Yeah, but they would play it out. You know, they pleaded yeah. guilty on the grounds okay. to a lower charge. Okay. God, plea bargaining is just it's so ridiculous, ridiculous, isn't it? Rubbish. You did it, but... They've already had a three-month trial. I'll tell you. Yeah. I, Rue, I murdered... I'll say I did it you. if you then let me off. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, deal. <laughs> Betson and Cockrum, mm-hmm. 18 years each. For right, cons- right. For so the verdict to, came in. They, they came in as say, guilty. 10 to 2 for, gil- for guilty. 10 to 2 for guilty, yeah. But hey, at least we had some laughs, right? I almost wish they'd just let them take the plastic diamonds halfway down. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Halfway down towards... And then the big, there, w- yeah, the, there would have been no quibble yeah. at all. Yeah. Let them take the... Yeah, the... Toy a, shop. A, they're not real. So even if they drop them in the tent, or even if it's they not, even if they get up. away, it's like yeah. whatever. But if they're all on a boat, I mean, you just go <laughs> around them. And no, but it's really hard. It's really hard. I, I saw a, a marksman talking about a, a boat chase on the Thames, mm. and he said because the firing is all done, you know, at horizontal level. It's so easy, just they, it just goes clear shot across the river and hits people on the bank side sure, yeah. or goes into buildings on the bank side. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to you actually have a helicopter shoot someone. Shoot a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Is that they won't open fire on another person on the river unless they're within 50 metres. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty good. Let's go to 49. But of course, <laughs> the gangsters are going to be opening fire. Yeah, absolutely. They would. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. You should have let them steal yeah. it. Let then there would have been no quibble at all, and then they all would have gone down for yeah. years and years and, then and just, years. Well, they did. 200 armed marksmen just pop up from the bushes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this is it. They wanted to get. They wanted to get everyone inside and contained to sure. avoid the people rushing oh, around right. on the river and the streets with guns, because <laughs> then anything could have happened. Mm. They wanted to get them while they were inside. But I mean, they're all, but they wouldn't have been able to steal it without the Greenwich leaving. Peninsula. You, you can't go anywhere without getting onto the river. Blackwall Tunnel. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's, you can just you know you close it. But you can't predict. Exactly. You can't predict, again. You can't predict what's going to happen if they get to the boat and they get in it. They, like you say, then suddenly they're now going. Well, we got to do whatever they do, and they're well, they shooting at us. They were armed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The robbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who were they? I think they made the right decision. I think they would be better to keep them contained and do it that way rather than risk. From a safety perspective, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anyway, two, two of, we are only down to two of the six. Yeah. So Betson and Cockrum, they were thought to be the planners. They 18 got years. They got 18 years. <laughs> yep. Their sentences were later reduced to 15 years. <laughs> same thing. But basically yep. the same thing. Aldo Chiarocci and yep. Robert Adams, that's the smoke bomb guy and the guy who went in with yep. the sledgehammer to smash yep. the glass. Mm-hmm. They both got 15 years. Um, Cariocci's was reduced to 12 later. Kevin Meredith, another member of the gang, um, he got five years. And Lee Wenham, he got four years. So basically, every single one of them are out mm. now. Yeah. Yeah. Or if not, back in again. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They'll all be out, basically, just... 
Yeah, and if you're in for only four or five years, you're probably out before that anyway. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three and a half. Uh, Cockrum, again, one of the leaders, he got 18 years, produced to 15. He, um, he, <laughs> there was a little bit of an outcry in 2003 when he received legal aid to sue the police. Oh, <laughs> he claimed that when he was arrested, he was handcuffed and he got beaten up by a policeman. Yeah. Um, Probably boo hoo. So I don't, I don't know the outcome of that, but um, he was given the money apparently for legal aid, and oh. there, and there was a big uproar about it. Now they did arrest another man named James Hurley, who they thought was the big boss behind yep. the raid. He wasn't there at the time to be arrested. You know, he'd been coming under the surveillance. They called him the boatman, and he's one of those things. One of the people they thought that it was testing out the speedboat in the, in the river before when they seen him. But before the raid happened on the seventh November, he disappeared, and he turned up in Spain, I think, um, all... on the Costa del Sol. Costa always, del Crime. Where's the Costa del Sol? <laughs> yeah, Briggs was on Costa del Sol. Yeah. <laughs> But they realised they couldn't get, they didn't have evidence to prosecute him. So even though he was arrested, um, he was arrested by the police in Spain, and they did prepare an extradition notice. They, they, uh, a warrant. They withdrew it. Said that we haven't got evidence because he just he wasn't there. Basically, sure. The digger that they used to break yes. in was put up for sale, um, and it was sold as seen on, <laughs> as seen, as in. seen sticking out the side of the Valencia. <laughs> Some superficial damage yeah. on the digger. One careless owner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, JCB, who who obviously they, they owned it, it was, it was a JCB, they owned it and they were auctioning it off as just as, as a piece of surplus material. Sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know at the moment who the buyer ultimately was and whether they bought it for its significance or yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just another parts manufacturer. But it was interesting that it went up on, it went up for auction instead of just being straight sold off as batch of surplus material yeah you, you wouldn't <laughs> yeah you would sell it off as bits and pieces as opposed to yeah here it is Maybe this was used our next lot has got a bit of history behind it um, <laughs> uh... did you see the um, the kind of the De Beers gala thing when they were kind of showing off the diamond and then it well they named it I think in October didn't they mm-hmm do you mean at the time? Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. I can't remember. So who's that actor that um, was presenting it? Was it a Sophie Marceau? Really? From The yeah. World Is Not Enough? Exactly. Yeah. That <laughs> probably. That crash of a movie. <laughs> Sophie Marceau was also in oh, yeah. that cultural smash and grab of Scotland, Braveheart. Oh, uh, yeah. She played the princess, who at the time would have been about eight. Princess or Sophie Marceau? Well, either or. Well, she would have been minus 400 or something. In real life? The... In real life, the princess that she plays would have been a small child. It doesn't work for Hollywood films, does it? All that, yeah. It would make them sexy. And I'm pretty older. sure that William Wallace and that, and she never met. Sure. <laughs> or she even never left London. If that Bond film was the one where he climbed over the Millennium Dome, it's probably the reason why oh, they yeah. used her. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, that was in 2002. So that fits. That's, yeah. Yeah. Is that, that Brosnan? Yeah, or is it Ros- yeah, Brosnan? Yeah. That'll be the reason why she got used, basically, because he yeah. ran over Because the they featured the dome in the in the flick. Oh, he, yeah. In fact, he, did, he slid down it, didn't he? Yeah. I asked that. When I was on the <laughs> dome, I said, because I thought, I'm just going to ask a stupid question, because I like, I like answering, <laughs> asking those. I said, which, uh, which panel did Piers Brosnan slide down? And he went, that one. I went, yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right, great. <laughs> so that was the dome featuring in a movie, but there has yes. been a movie made about the dome heist attempt. Ah, right. Oh, okay. It's called. It's called. Uh, it's called the, the Great Dome Robbery. Diamond Geezers. No, <laughs> that would have That's been better. Yeah. Two thousand and two. Yep. Obviously made in direct competition with the Bond film. Yeah. <laughs> Only one winner there. The Great Dome Robbery. Um, Who was in that then? Never heard of that. Well, should we have heard of that? No. Was it any? Have you seen? I it? have. I really. I did try it really hard to find a copy to watch. But <laughs> nobody. It was, you, you, <laughs> it was distributed by Channel Five. Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, even, right. even they don't so, shit. I mean, so it's a, you sounds like a TV film. You literally can't find any. Yeah. There's not even clips of it on YouTube. Wow. Wow. Maybe it's on the uh, 
Channel 5. <laughs> just on Channel 5. Just on Channel 5. Yeah. Channel yeah. 5 catch, catch up. up. Was it? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's got 6.4 on uh, on IMDb. See, that should be perfectly added. Out of what? <laughs> out of 10. It's <laughs> <laughs> a percentage. Out of 100. It features people I don't know. Craig Fairbrass, Jason Tate, yes, George Innes, Ian McKee. George Innes, you know. Do I? From Craig Fairbrass is in loads of kind of Cockney kind of is murder films. Yeah, he was in <laughs> George Innes was in the Italian job in nineteen sixty nine. Was he? I wouldn't yeah. recognise him in two thousand and two. Who's he? In the job. In in job. He only does heist films. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Master and Commander. Alright, fine. He doesn't only do heist films. He's kind of a working class British topple. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> working class topple. He played uh, Terry Millman, the guy who died. <laughs> so yeah, he was an old man who played an old man who died. Also, in 2020, yes. there was a documentary which persons overseas may know as the Great Diamond Heist, and we in Britain would know it as the Millennium Dome Heist with Ross Kemp. <laughs> Hooray! Because nobody outside of the UK knows <laughs> or cares who Ross Kemp is. Oh, okay. Also, I read that as he took part in the heist. <laughs> the Millennium yeah. Dome heist with Ross Kemp. He did it. Yeah. Should be a comma or something. In so that was a docu- documentary. A documentary about the, the attempt. Uh, On Sky, probably. Uh, he works yeah. for Sky, probably. Uh, also, the Crime and Investigation Network did a, a featured series called uh, Britain's Biggest Heists. Is that and a TV channel? That's a TV channel, the yeah. Crime Investigation. I, mean, I suppose there's been lot of, lots of crimes. Well, Britain's yeah. Biggest Heist. I guarantee The Great Train Robbery was one of them. Yeah. yeah. And The Millennium Dome Raid was featured an episode. And it had undercover footage by one of the policemen from the raid. Uh, excellent. So yeah. that, was, uh, that hadn't been seen otherwise. Oh, yeah. That's quite interesting. Yep. That's all I got. Oh. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our true crime diary.